walk into a bar On a cool winter's evening underneath the stars And we'll find somewhere close we don't want to walk far Nor do we want the, the hassle uh, I am Damien Gibson. I legitimately forgot my name for a second. It was bound to happen that I would forget my own name. <laughs> but you did, you did a very nice radio voice there to start with, Damien. And joining me, as always, is David Griffiths. Here I am. Um, we're a year old. The we, podcast is a year old. It's a very spooky thought. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a year. But um, that's what that's what this episode is all about. It's our first birthday, so we're going to just chat about. And it's Damien's fortieth birthday. The, it is my fortieth birthday. My podcast, <laughs> really is, my podcast is a lot younger than myself. <laughs> Does your pod, uh, podcast have reading glasses out of interest? No, you you really want me to put them on, don't you? I do. This is going to be the first time David's seen me with glasses. Stand by, listeners. It could be the end of a friendship. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Damien, can you explain the theory of relativity to me now? <laughs> That, I got that a lot, that uh, for especially at work. You, know, you look a lot, you look a lot smarter with those glasses yeah. on. It's like, well, no, it's only it's <laughs> only an apparatus. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't give me any extra IQ points at all. You don't need one of those it certificates feels, from a university hanging on your weird. wall. No, <laughs> <laughs> you don't poke yourself in the eye with your glasses, which worries me a little bit. But you know. <laughs> that might be the reason why I've had to get yeah. glasses. It's the, I've done no reading for twenty years <laughs> in my adult life, and then gone back to uni and done more reading than I've ever done before. And my eyes have just exploded. Yeah, I think it's a quite legitimate, <laughs> legitimate thought. Um, I don't. Do we want to do like a little intro and then start talking about the? Yeah, let's do a little podcast. intro and then start talking about it. Okay. <laughs> um, have you? You said before we started recording that you've got a controversy corner. I've got a controversy which corner. I feel like is a a uh, what's the word? I was going to say flourishing, but not flourishing yet. Like a. It's in its infancy. It's in it is in its infancy, and it just depends how sort of, you know, crotchety and miserable I'm feeling. <laughs> and and this one might be a whole new level of crotchety yeah. and pedantic. I don't mind. I think we should from now on we should both come up with one thing that fits into it's you know it's more like controversy. You know, this is more like you know pedantry point than it is controversy <laughs> corner. But you know. Okay. So I feel like it should have its own little sting or music to go with it. But I'll, come up I'll with leave something. that to you, Damien. You're going to do so much editing of this one. It's going to be such a great. Mm-hmm. The James Squire 150 Lashes beer ad. Yeah. I'm outraged. Why? Why? Well, because in the ad, it says James Squire was, I think I'm right to say it was James Squire, was yeah. the first one to ever brew beer. He stole the beer hops from someone mm-hmm. and made Australia's first beer. Yeah, it's a little animated. Well, why, were there, why were there beer hops here? If no one was already making beer, oh. who did he steal them from? I mean, did he literally <coughs> steal the? Because he made the, Australia's first ever beer with hops that he stole. That's true. Now it's not impossible that someone brought hops in and he nicked them all before anyone had ever made a beer. Yeah, but I kind of call <laughs> I call <laughs> pedantry point on this. Mm-hmm. That's just, true. It just strikes me that if someone was already growing hops. So he got in trouble for stealing all of the ingredients for making beer. Before anyone had ever made a beer. So he must have stolen whoever it was that was going to make Australia's first beer. He must have stolen all of their ingredients. That's Yes. Because if he's just stolen one barrel of hops, surely they would have other hops. Yeah, that's right. Unless they've all come out as dry. Just (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) pit and tree point. (laughs) Right. 
to the ABC. Write to James yes. Squire. No, they call into Raphap. Is it Raphapstein? I thought you said Raphael Nadal for a minute there. <laughs> Call him too. Yeah. You get his number. Raphael Nadal. Raphael Nadal. Is that? It's been so long since I've... That's the tennis player, right? It is. And who's the other boring one? Um, the rest of them. There's the two main ones, though. Oh, uh, Federer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just win tennis. They do win right? tennis. Does very anyone boring else ways. win? No I one presume else they do, tennis, but I'm usually right? so bored by watching them in the quarterfinals or semifinals that I'd never make it through to the mm. final. I don't know whether Djokovic used to win things. Perhaps uh, he still yeah. is. Maybe. But perhaps he hasn't won anything in 10 years. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone can write to us and explain that, I'm sure we could just look up oh. the history of James Squire <laughs> on the internet. But Which is that's not too. boring. Yeah. Which is not too. <laughs> that's like back in the day where you could have drunken arguments that would go for hours and no one could solve it because there mm. no, there's no phones. So you said, or how many you know, multiple Caulfield Cup winners were there? Yeah. <laughs> But now it just gets like a, yeah. the argument starts to brew, and you know, yep, before it's the most sober person at the table pulls out their phone because they're the most bored of the conversation. <laughs> and I've they never go, watched a Caulfield Cup, I yeah. couldn't care less. <laughs> Paul McCartney was born in 1942. <laughs> All right, <laughs> was he really? Uh, yeah, I would have thought he was a bit older than that, but there you go. No. No, because John and Ringo were born in 40, and Paul was 42, and George is 44. You didn't even need to put your glasses on. The, year, the last year that Fitzroy won a premiership as well. Mm. That's how I remember. I remember 44, and then I count backwards. That's disturbing. <laughs> Hang on, I'll put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> my Mike Sheehan glasses. Um, have you been anywhere? That's not the Royal Mail? Not that there's anything wrong with the Royal Mail on Spencer. I have been to the Royal Mail. 523 Spencer Street. I have been there. I've been to a few other places. So today I went to Hop Nation, which I've never actually physically been to before. I don't know how you managed it because we're recording in Melbourne today. We always record in Melbourne. Mm. And it's, what, 13 degrees outside Mm. Celsius for our international listeners. So pretty cold. But you managed to take a photo sitting outside that made it look like it was 28 degrees. (laughs) That was the bit before the hail came. Right. (laughs) By which I mean like literally... 30 seconds before the hail came. Must have been. It was the, the sun was just on the right <laughs> angle at the right time. So it was a little bit chilly there. Mm. But they did have warm spots as well. We just right. weren't sitting in any of the warm spots. Right. So. <laughs> what was going on at Hop Nation? Um, I had to go shopping for butcher's paper to put on the tables at the Royal Mail right. in Footscray, which is the only place that sells it. Right. Um, and we sort of had some time on our hands. Right. And we went, well, let's go somewhere and have a drink. Oh, you know what? We can go to the Hop Nations, which I hadn't been to before. So ah. it was just fun to go out and see their setup and yeah, all of that, and have a few of their summer sours. Everyone's bringing out their sour things at the moment. Two birds right. have got their. I'm going to get the name wrong. I'm going to call it Wu Tang Clan because that's what's <laughs> in my head. But it's 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 like that. Okay. It's got Tang in it. It's something right. Tang Clan. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Right, that, right. I didn't just sort of make it up entirely. Right. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, the Hop Nations were doing their raspberry sour, which was very delicious. Mm-hmm. And Jen had their uh, cherry mm-hmm. and peach. Ooh, and I had an eight, aged sour. So, yeah. An aged sour. Yeah, good time. They had a big, big barrel out there. Yeah. Which I did threaten to put my son in. It must be. <laughs> Perhaps we shouldn't admit that just in case child services is listening this morning. Just so he could for swimming lessons. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, in fact, he didn't go to swimming this morning, so you yeah, know, well, so he has to catch up. Exactly right. Yeah. How else are you going to learn how to do the 
butterfly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So it was uh, very nice, very pleasant spot. Yeah. Not the easiest to get to if you don't have a car, it's got to be admitted. Mm. Um, but particularly they're doing all these sort of tunnel works down there so you can't yeah. walk down the mighty Maribyrnong as once you might have been able to. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that happening in Melbourne all over the place at the moment though. Mm. Gee, um, people love to whinge about it. Yeah, it's a, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's good that I've bought new noise-cancelling headphones because they go on in the office quite a bit. Oh, I can understand. There was a, <laughs> I think the, the new group that's being set up is, uh, is called CANT, Citizens Against New Things. And so right. there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of people quite outraged about new things at the moment. I know. And it's like, anyway, well, it's not, it's, a, no, it's not it's an a, infrastructure a, podcast. No, that's right. Let's <laughs> not go back to pedantry point. <laughs> um, oh, well, we'll have to check out, check out Hop Nation at some point. Yeah, absolutely. In the and I've also been reliving all the pubs of my youth as part of an ongoing series of uh, uh, yeah. Bad photographs yes. of pubs that I. <laughs> Where was to. the last one you went to? Uh, PA's on Grattan Street near Melbourne Uni. Yeah, right. Um, which is was that it still called PA's? Yes, I think it is still called oh, PA's. Right. And it was a remark because I hadn't. I used to drink there a lot because yeah. that was sort of all my classes were down that end of uni. Yeah. And I walked in and thought nothing had changed because it yeah. still had like bizarre tiles and all sorts of other bits and pieces. Hmm. And then as I sat down and had my beer, I realised it's pretty much. All changed. The actual position of the bar hasn't, but everything yeah. else has changed. It's just somehow equally <laughs> bizarre Energy. looking. Yeah. <laughs> it used to have sort of bright pink tiles everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. and now it has like bright blue tiles everywhere. It's, right. It's equally sort of jarring. I enjoyed myself. They were very nice people. Wasn't because uh, PA's was like taken over by some footy players, right? In the eighties yeah. and absolutely. Uh, Johnny Platten, the yeah. Rat. Yeah. And then they mm. obviously have unsold it. But I remember it being close. Like, I've lived in and around Carlton a lot. You know, it was, it was for the, un- the university time, right? bought it for oh, some reason. They? I don't know whether they actually still own it in some right. guise or what. But, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been turned into a... A study, a centre for international studies. Well, yes, that's exactly or, uh, yeah, what infrastructure, I was about to say. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the infrastructure... Oh, what's this? Faction, action, faction group. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of Melbourne University. Yeah. yeah. They always yeah, have like... To rival like RMIT. Just have a taller building than <laughs> RMIT's. But our building's older and taller. Maybe RMIT bought a pub and then... So Melbourne Uni had to buy a pub. That's exactly... <laughs> or vice versa. It's it's a very believable tale. Yeah. But still, like, what kind of what kind of pub is it? Very much a uni. Like it a felt uni like a student. uni pub. It was an interesting contrast to the Oxford Scholar, which I think was on my controversy yes. corner Previous last time. Yeah. last time as I'm working my <laughs> way through uni pubs of my uni days. Unsurprisingly, um, I wonder if you're on a list yet. What kind? That, well, just <laughs> I'm sure I'm on a list. But what kind of list are we talking? There's this middle-aged man <laughs> who keeps popping <laughs> up. <laughs> Student pubs in the CBD. He doesn't do anything wrong. wrong. He just comes in, yeah. he has looks, a couple yeah. of beers. He looks like he might be, a, you know, a lecturer in, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's but true. He's not. You would. That's true. They would probably just think you're a lecturer of some sort. Yeah, a lecturer skiving off from until you go around tapping on tiles, <laughs> yeah, <and that's> exactly. <laughs> pulling up yeah, carpet yeah. to see is, if it's is, the old is the carpet. Rat here. <laughs> it's the telling Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what, what time do Fat Cat's Revenge start was always the key question at PA's. <laughs> Fat Cat's Revenge? Fat Cat's Revenge was the name of the cover band that used to play there on Thursday nights oh, after right. first year Japanese. 
<laughs> what kind of gear were they getting up to? It wasn't quite no more chili jam, but it right. was pretty much, you know, um, that sort of right. that sort of oeuvre. Nineties rock. Nineties rock. Bit of eighties rock. Right. They were good fun. They were very yeah. good fun. No, I look, a good cover band is is fun. And they were dollar pots. Dollar pots of Geelong bitter or something. I suspect. What happened to Geelong bitter? Uh. I presume they stopped manufacturing it in something like 1910, but it just took them a long time to sell it all, which is why it tasted so goddamn awful. They changed their name to Furfy. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, now, the, now the letters are going to come rolling in. Mm, yes. Um, I The only pub I've been to since the last time we recorded was is the Royal Mail on Spencer. What uh, excellent for, taste you have, done. For Dan. the first birthday celebrations. It was a... Um, and that was a bonza day. Thank you to all the listeners who came down. Thank mm. you to the people who came down and identified themselves as listeners who I'd never met before, which yeah. is always just a little bit weird, but very happy weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could only be here in the afternoon because of university uh, things, um, which is a whole other story. But anyway, um, very stressful weekend. Uh, so I was only here in the afternoon, but it was full when I was here and that was And it kept on rocking. Yeah. It kept on rocking. So that no, was a very good it was a bizarre amalgam of all sorts of people from over my life. People I went to uni <laughs> yes. with, ex students from when I was a teacher. Yeah. Right through to sort of, you know, new friends we've made through things like the MCW mm. um event that we went to and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So just really good fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well I saw a few people as well, but I think the majority of people sort of rocked in later. After Did, I, I left. That's probably was it also a bit like being at a wedding, like at your own wedding sort of thing. In that there's all these people you have to talk to and you just don't possibly get around to all of them. Yeah. So, and you're going, oh, I've got to go and talk to this. And so you end up having all of these conversations that last for about four sentences before someone's about to leave <laughs> yeah, or someone yeah. walks and you go, oh, hang on a second, I'll come yeah. back. And then Sorry you never come back and yeah. it's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, man. Um, yeah, so I don't really have much to add to the getting around Melbourne Bit. I feel like I have and I've completely forgotten, but... Yeah, I feel like I've left somewhere out as well. But that's all right. But anyway. We should actually write these things down we probably when we should. do them. <laughs> we probably should. But if you've listened to our podcast, and a lot of you are, um, yeah, you know that this we is all very seat of the pants kind of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose we should probably... We should answer all those listener questions. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, I suppose this will be a retrospective episode. It will be. Episode. So One I, year in review. I don't – I think we had the initial idea at Mr. Griffiths. So that you, that's like we're looking at almost two or at least a year and a half. No, because I've been at my, job, my current job for a year and a half, so it must be two years that we had the initial idea, yeah, I think, I, that's been kicking around. I can remember having a serious conversation about it at the Town Hall Hotel. That's where I would yeah, that's when pinpoint we, we the serious yeah, yeah. conversation. But about. it had been floating around. The idea had been floating around mm. for a few months before that, I think. And yeah. then we went and had a beer and I can't remember who brought it up, whether it was you or me. I think it was you. Mm, I um, have no recollection whatsoever. And then, again, in typical you and me fashion, I think we recorded the pilot episode like that week. Yeah, I think, I think that's we about like right. Decided on like a Sunday night, yep. and then we were recording before we had a name for night. it. We had no. We're going to call it something no else. Logo. We're going to call it. Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. Yeah. That's not a bad name. Which isn't too bad. It's kind of a bit 
it sounds like it's hosted by two 65-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was more thinking like sort of Yobbo kind of, uh-huh. you know, it's five o'clock somewhere and, psh, and they just, <laughs> just and, then, and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you just, know what that means <laughs> Just cracking cans and not really saying anything about anything It's definitely not about craft yeah, can, beer at all <laughs> yeah, I can say that uh, But we had nothing Yeah, we didn't, know, we didn't know that we were going to be interviewing people That no. sort of became That was I think because we did three pilot episodes Just to see if it was even a good idea or not yeah, and Whether we could put up with each other The one thing we realised was We need someone else It's true Here in the room with us Because we can't We can't talk about Because it was going to be like a sort of review type mm. Where we'd review beers We'd talk about the process of you opening the pub And how like Sort of the behind the scenes of a Running a, a hospo event venue which we still kind of do in the intros and stuff but yeah it's basically just too raw a topic for me most of the time to be well, able to speak about in well. public I, you know, I didn't want to be like oh it's time to record the podcast David and like, Fuck <laughs> so I'm still rocking in the corner <laughs> no worries Damien just let me self-harm a little more and I'll be right over there I'll just need seven to eight more pints <laughs> and I'll be right with you um and then whether we kind of had the idea of like interviewing people it, it it sort of was like, oh, well, that could be cool because I don't really know if we didn't mm. know of any other podcasts that do that. Yeah. I still don't really think that they're... I'm sure they're out there. We're not trying to sure. disrespect anyone's no, no, no. cool podcast. Let us know because I would listen to them. But um, it felt like an original idea. We do another podcast about wrestling and it's sort of, you know, we've tried a whole bunch of different things with that wrestling podcast and because it's such a popular, popular sort of medium, usually our ideas have been done not only have they been done, they've been done a thousand times and by people who are a lot more famous <laughs> and influential than we are. So when we got this little idea and managed to, you know, we did the first one um, with Adam and I think we got the 40 or 50 downloads in the first sort of week. Mm. We were that like, was, Ooh. Oh, what, holy shit. <laughs> people are actually downloading this. Um, and then it's just sort of gotten bigger and bigger with each. Yeah. So I, mean, I think we probably you know, say it, you know, quite a few thank yous throughout the episode, but to Adam Betts from Edge and yeah. Steve from Tallboy and Moose, some of those mm. people who were those sort of very early guests yeah. who took a bit of a punt and took time out of their own lives, in some cases quite significant time out of their own lives to come along and be on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So Yeah, 100%. And like uh, not knowing, like, you know, especially being the first guest, really got to thank Adam, mm. <laughs> being the first guest on a podcast. What is it? Uh, on, a not- stink- on a stinking hot night in an unair conditioned little room upstairs at a pub. Yeah, it was. We were actually we were legitimately sweating. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. close the doors for that one because it was so hot. No, it was too hot to close the door. But yeah, yeah. Well, that was actually a problem starting off the, the beginning. Mm. Anyway, we had this tiny little room and we started off in like January. No. For the interviews, it'd be about. Uh, for the interviews, it wouldn't have been far off. Maybe December, I don't know, but. There were teething problems. I mean, there's still mm. we're in season. We're almost at the end of season two, and there's still things that go wrong all the time. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, Adam in particular, because he hadn't taken that, you know. And I think you know because he's a brewer and people know who he is, that gives credence to the mm. podcast. So other people would have been like, "Oh, okay, yeah, cool." But mm. it, we didn't know what the podcast was, what the format 
no. was, you know. Uh, we still don't really. No, no. It, it, it's, <laughs> it sort of has a central question of what's the funniest thing you've ever seen happen in a call room, which then yeah. we have to explain what the question means to That's people. That's the heart of the podcast, but <laughs> yeah. it's also the most difficult thing in the podcast to explain why we're asking you this question and what goddamn relevance it has to you promoting your brewery it's exactly slash pub slash comedy show slash <laughs> book. <laughs> book whatever it may be um but that's also the kind of people that we are as well mm. we don't want it to be completely straight because you know i think if it was just two people asking questions about hops and barleys and stuff then this is true that'd be pretty dry um so yeah it's a, i feel like it's a nice balance mm. you know um, but I should probably stop talking about how great our own podcast is. <laughs> so I thought you know, we can quickly sort of go through some of our favorite things that have happened while we've been recording the podcast. Um, I th- what <laughs> what is the favorite cool room that you have come across I while think we- we've been on? on location interviewing people. There's been some very cool ones. Mm. I enjoyed going out to um, Bonehead and seeing or having them explain the difficulties that they'd had in making their cool room sort of fit and work and be sized up and all of that. So that was a little insight that made me feel better about my own cool room inadequacies and lack of training. No one ever at any point was like, yeah, this is our cool room. We installed that. That was nice and simple. Anyway, everyone had. (laughs) Deeds was probably the closest to that, but it's a... yeah, that's true. But even then, like they'd they, spilt raspberry everywhere. They'd so. spilt raspberry all over the floors. <laughs> I uh, the most appreciative that I was uh, being in a cool room because usually it's freaking freezing and you get in there for like two seconds. You're like, cool, I've seen this. Can we please go back out in the warm? But we went and when we went out to Tallboy and Moose, we had completely miscalculated how close the train station was to the. We got the wrong line. Through. We, we had. We had I think it was all collectively we'd both made the same decision to catch the wrong line. Yeah, we caught the upfield line when we should have been on some Mernda or something, line yeah. or something like that. So we ended up walking 45 minutes from. Yeah, p- power walking yeah. with all the gear. Because we were running late. And then uh, I'm. This is gross, listeners, but I'm a very sweaty man. I sweat yeah. a lot. And it's true. Uh, like as soon as it gets over 25 degrees, I just start sweating. So I'd been walking, it was like 30, 35 mm. degrees that day. And I we'd walked 45 minutes in the sun carrying all this stuff. So when Steve was uh, showing us around the brewery, the, all I was thinking was, please show us the cool room. Please show us the cool room. Because I was still standing there. Like they'd give me a towel and everything to like, you know, to dry <laughs> just, off. Just stand in this bucket, sir. Yeah, and it just it doesn't do it. I need to be like in the cold for like half an hour. I'm like uh, Mr. Freeze from Batman. <laughs> like I need to be in a cold environment at all times. And I I just kept asking Steve questions about his cool room <laughs> so I could stand in there. But they did have a very cool cool room. It as was. In- Oh, it was super cool as well. Massive because they had their. Um, it's an old shipping container that they'd fitted out. Yes. But they had their actual brewing processes in there mm. as well, right? Um, so there were questions that actually asked, but the, the real motivation. You just asked them very slowly. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> tell me about what are these big metal things? Start from the beginning. What are these big metal things? <laughs> these and what's pipes. That, what's that amber liquid that's yeah. in there? <laughs> so I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a very good quote. Um, I, we, what about, let's stay on cool rooms. Mm. Whose cool room story 
was your favourite? We've had a lot of good ones, but I still think Warren Wu's cool room story of his parents well, coming in to steal soft drink from his parents' restaurant when he was a little kid and finding a shark in the cool room and that scaring the bejesus out of him. I think that's the yeah, one that's that's that stuck is, with me the most out of all the cool room that stories. That is a great story. Because I, surprisingly enough, this the, you're the first person to ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> I could surprise, yeah. Um, I am surprised. Yeah. I'm, the, well, uh, well, first of all, probably the good listeners should know because they'd be surprised at the fact that these guys send out the questions prior. To <laughs> We're that level of professional. Like, you wouldn't yeah, think it from listening. Yeah, yeah that's it exactly. The professionalism here is remarkable. Um, but yeah, so when Shh, I you're ruining our, our look, <laughs> man. <laughs> We're meant to be laid back larrikins. <laughs> <laughs> they do everything on the fly, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like jazz. It's like jazz. <laughs> uh, so, so my parents owned the that Chinese restaurant in country town type deal. Yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, um, it's it's. Uh, and we were in Colac, uh, Singbo, if anyone ever remembers that. So in Colac, <laughs> on Murray Street, it was right next to the Ford dealership. Um, <laughs> Is that it was there forever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just all, it's all, I'm adding, I'm adding like, color. Yeah, I'm adding <laughs> color to this. So we, uh, the, my parents leased the, the, the space from, uh, from a guy. I don't know. I don't know what Graham did, but he was like, it was like handyman. Oh no, maybe it was an electrician. It was a tradie, but good guy, like really good guy. Um, loved boating, kind of that type of deal. And it was like at the back was his warehouse and toolkit, and he'd park his his truck there, oh. um, and his boat would be there. Uh, and we'd and we'd had the front half, which was appointed as a as a lovely eighties um, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it did really well. It was great. It was uh, my parents. Yeah, my par- I think my parents did. As good a job as anyone. Uh, one day, like I used to, I used to. So I knew the soft drinks, like the rack up soft drinks, were in the cool room. Yeah. And of course, like if I was if I was at the restaurant, kind of on the rare occasion I see my parents, like as 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 other Chinese would attest, you 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 know they work their asses off so you have a better life. Um, I don't know what happened here, but you know they did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've wandered into the cool room and I'm met by like what seemed to be a great white shark in the just sitting. It wasn't. It was like a gummy shark. It was like a sh- <laughs> I think was it Jody that uh, spoke about a cool room up in Sydney where they would just keep. Uh, like when they would wash down at the end of a shift, they would just sort of sweep all the oh, in, in, into a hole in the corner, into a hole in the corner, and not yep. worry about what, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it was going. Yeah, what and was that going was just such a. There was a hole like that at the Fun Ken Bowls Club cool room. I remember it well. It was, uh, <laughs> you're just hoping I'll be dead before anyone digs it, that up. But it's so it's perfectly encapsulates what it's like to work in hospitality because nothing ever works. Even if you're at like the the fanciest schmanciest bar you've ever been to, behind mm. the scenes there's always stuff that's not working properly, and that story sums up exactly what it's like to work in hospital. It's like just keep putting it in that hole, <laughs> yep. and at some point, yeah, at some point you'll be fired or you'll walk out. <laughs> and 
when the thing starts to grow out of the hole, you won't be here. One day you'll walk into the courtroom and there'll be a half rat, half man thing <laughs> sitting exactly. in the corner there saying, I'm, the, I'm now the king of the courtroom. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Bring me cheese. Yeah, and you'll you just, you just come to an arrangement. You'll, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll bring in some cheese. The yeah. rat king will be happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and everything's hunky dory. Yeah. <laughs> that could be our first t shirt, you know, is a picture <laughs> the of the, the Red King in the courtroom. I love it. I'm love the it. king of the courtroom now. Um, I also, I've completely, I, I know, apologies, I've completely forgotten um, the uh, guest name that was on the Gab's uh, Hottest 100 episode where we oh, went to Rod's and. Was it Rod the Butcher? Yeah, you, you, yeah, go on. Which story are you. The well, just the, the the one where they were using a Mark bucket for edit. The, well, they were using the bucket in the cool room as a as a urinal. Oh, because <laughs> there was a urinal. I wasn't because I think also didn't Steve Jermaine from Tallboy and Moose have the one about the the big barrel of meat? Yeah, what that's was, was that called? Ah, oh, yeah, there was that as well. Yeah, that's what I was, I was getting my butcher's. Stories. That's yeah, what yeah. was the butcher stories that I was getting confused about. So. Yeah, don't go into butcher's call room. That's all. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a, probably good advice. It's, it's not the rat king you've got to worry about in the butcher's call room. <laughs> um, yeah, God, just a just a frozen bucket of pee. Yep, <laughs> so gross, but hilarious. Never, never want to be an apprentice. Is the bottom line. <laughs> um. What was the favourite place that someone else had a drink at? Because we'd always, we'd ask mm. people where their favourite place in the world to have a drink was, and it'd always be like, oh, in the French French Riviera. Riviera. Yeah, I think it was was Riviera. the boys from Bonehead. What have they been over in Brazil or somewhere like that? And that always seemed like a sort of you know wonderful spot to be. I can sort mm. of I can totally appreciate that concept. I think Steve had one where he'd sort of drunk his way down the longest road in Canada or something like that, which had more bars than anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. That sounded pretty great. We pretty much we should just we've, we've kept on saying it, but we should just get the map of everywhere that everyone else likes drinking and map yeah, we it should. out. Well, I can't remember which whether it was. I think it was Anthony told the story of being. I can't remember what country they were in, but uh, ending up in a Viking party. It was like the last day that oh, they were yes. overseas. And they went into this bar, and when they walked into the bar, everyone was dressed like Vikings. It was somewhere bizarre, wasn't it? Like Germany or Austria, though. Something it wasn't like that. Mm. Yeah, and the, and he and his partner kind of were like, "Oh, we'll we'll go," and we're dragged into this party, and we're there till five o'clock in the morning. And you can what, imagine it happening. Yeah, but it had to like get up and keep moving the next day because they had an itinerary to to stick to, and were not well yeah, kids. <laughs> <laughs> So we're in we're in Chamonix and it was a last night and it was you know just at the end of summer coming into so all the summer crew were packing up to go home, all the mountain bike lifts had closed down, and um, we were literally it was the last night. We walked past this pub for the last four nights, going, We need to go in there, we need to go in there, we go. So the last night we're like, yeah. we're calling for a drink. Anyway. Um, it was directly across the road from our hotel. We walk in, we open the door. It's a closed door. It's like a double barn door. Like, a, like we're expecting Mr. Ed to stick his head out of the top, right? <laughs> and um, the guy opens the top and he's like, he's got 
met, like metal metal horns, but not metal, made out of like um, tinfoil. So he's got like a <laughs> costume made out of tinfoil, and he loosely resembles a, a like a cubist Viking. Yeah, because it's all crazy. <laughs> no, but there's, like, can I say the phrase cubist Viking? Is something with my next album. <laughs> It's a good band name. It's, it's like Lindsay really Malmsteen crossed me the early Picasso. We are Cubus Rockies. What do? What do they call? Anyway, so, so he's, he's like, well, I'm like well, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, it's, it's a closed function. It's a Viking party. I'm like, my wife's my, pretty much just about you know, a couple of inches shorter than I am. She's quite tall. So I'm like, well, we're Vikings. He's like, oh, yeah, you're Vikings, come on in. So we partied with what were... That's the easiest... <laughs> that is the easiest bullshit. <laughs> but if you, it's the easiest plan into this pub I've ever heard in my life. If, if you weren't seven foot, if you were four foot, I reckon you just could have gone, yeah. but we're Vikings, and they would have gone, yeah, come on in. If you were my height, another Viking, fuck off, mate. <laughs> no, I won't the Irish party's down the road. No. Get, um, <laughs> get out of here, Hobbit. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, we went in there, and these guys, so we were, I don't know, this is a few years ago, but these guys were all substantially younger than us, and they were having their end-of-season <laughs> drink, right? End-of-season party. End-of-season season, season. That's another Viking season over. We've gone and we've raided England and set fire to the fields. It's time for one last drink. Another podcast, yeah. The another podcast which is like weed Viking shit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I like the name of that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You're so definitely anyway. going to check that podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> Does not contain scenes from the what is it the, the HBO series or anyway. Mm. So um yeah so we we went and we had drinks with these guys and it went all fucking night. Um, and they were, as I said, much younger than us. So they were finishing the season that they just worked and they were yeah. going back home. So yeah. they were all saying goodbye to each other. Um. I don't know what time there was some there was some karaoke to Rick Astley. Uh, there was Good. some it was like some some Tick. you know best friends <laughs> lifelong friends made that I've never been in contact with since. Um, anyway, so we woke up the next morning. We had to leave. Uh, hungover. Did to you make shit. your own Viking hat with tin foil? No, no, I didn't. I think oh. I, I, there was probably you missed a, a trick there. No, <laughs> yeah, there, there, <laughs> there was probably a Viking hat at some point. But yeah, so the next day we had to drive into Italy through the Mont Blanc tunnel. Yeah. Um, and coming down off Chamonix down to find that was a feat. Um, we realised that the, the French car didn't have a GPS map for Italy, so we had like you know a fold-out map across the steer. It was it was hung over to shit, <laughs> hung to shit. My wife actually, and my wife had to drive because she's scared of heights and couldn't, and she gets oh. motion sickness. And I don't know if you've ever been to that part of the world, but yeah. it is fucking windy and fucking tall. I so have a dream. Hungover, motion yeah. sickness. Yeah. All the time wow. looking back and shaking your fist at yeah. Vikings. <laughs> fucking Vikings. <laughs> anyway, so that was, yeah, not... Maybe not, the, maybe not my favourite bar overseas, but... So I like, I like that one. Um, favorite, so I've got... What about the favourite place we've been to? Mm. There's a lot of good nominations. And first of all, to everyone who's sort of hosted us and been generous with their beer yeah, and time so and all of that. It's actually um, unbelievable the generosity that we get mm. from people. Because a lot of the time it's just Dave will reach out via email and they've never met us mm. before. Like, In fact, we do uh, much better with the people we've never met than the ones that we have met who know yeah. who we are and what we're like. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's just the awkwardness of like all of a sudden, you know, 
mm. these two guys that you know really well are like turn into Michael Parkinson. <laughs> so tell me, what's the real reason you brew beer? You know, it's like it's a bit strange. Um, I don't know. I feel like almost every single place that we've gone to, I could make a case for it being. I've enjoyed, right. absolutely enjoyed bits about every, every bit of them. Yeah. But I think as I see Moondog World or whatever it's going to be called come together. <laughs> Moondog World. Um, on the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, on, the, <laughs> on the Preston line. Yeah. Um, the sheer scale of that mm. is just amazing. So every time I feel like the Royal Mail is too big an enterprise for me to take on, I now look at the scale of that and go, I have no idea how those guys have their head around that. Yeah, well, I mean, presumably they it, do. To give it some scale, they had a wrestling show there where six to seven hundred people were watching it, and it didn't. Yep. It, it looked like about twelve people were watching. Yeah. Well, in one quarter of the room, they had sort of a footy kicking competition one day, right? And I could barely kick it from where we were supposed to be kicking to yeah. the goals. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not the best kick in the world. I'm happy to hmm. admit that, but, but still, it yeah. <laughs> it was a big room. That that day, that was yeah, that was really cool, especially for us because we got to like speak to you know Andy from MCW mm. and actual wrestlers, and and we're such goddamn marks for wrestling that we were yeah. like children. You know? oh, we really were. We were so giddy and happy, and so that that was a, you know, and then like really good friends came and hung out with us after the, at the actual event. Yeah. So that was. You know, we hung out with Rob and Lucas and Emily and stuff, and that was that was really cool. Um, Tallboy and Moose have a really cool setup. I they really, do. I really like. I would like to go back there and just hang out, which I, I promised Steve that I would, and I have not. But it's just, I don't know. It's just sort of the perfect bar brewery. Yeah, and Fixation's setup. also in a great spot. Fixation's the other one. Yeah, that's true on Smith Street. Two Birds, uh, the Nest is really nice as well. I feel like if we keep going, we forget someone, then it's going this to is be true. really insulting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that MCW night was was pretty cool, and yeah. it was you know for the nerds that we are, for, and for the kind of nerds that we are. Yeah, and the Moondog guys were so nice to us, and like well, they always are. But um, yeah, that felt like that felt like a school excursion. If the mm. if the podcast is like it felt like it felt like fifteen year old Damien and David get a night out. That yeah, night. it was all it was. That was a lot of fun. Um, and it's always like, you know, it's kind of been this weird, I don't know, weird, but this sort of like um, side uh, benefit of doing the podcast, of meeting this whole other range of people, uh, you know, some of who have become like mates through doing mm. the podcast, or at least, you know, you become friendly with them and, and so you can mm-hmm. pop back into their place and say hi and, you know. Absolutely. Um, which was not something that I expected no, that was sort of... Well, I just never... I didn't mm. think about it. It's just been mm. this sort of, like, nice... Yeah, I thought it would be basically my therapy for opening the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon we could probably wrap it up. I reckon yeah. you're right. Uh, we've got a couple more events that are coming up with uh, episodes of the podcast, um, which are both really cool. Very so cool. The next one is uh, will be coinciding with Grand Final Day. Um, and that's with uh, Moondog. Moondog. Which one of the boys is this? Is a, so Chris Bonner has been doing some of the work behind the scenes and is our rep, but has been involved in the brewing of the Barn Me Geddon, which mm-hmm. is a Barn Me flavoured beer. So uh, he'll come in and tell us the story of what it's like, how you get involved in being a rep, and yeah. uh, what it's like to work for a company like Moondog. <laughs> 
there's going to be a few stories. I think there's there going to be. I, th- I think that's exactly right. Yeah. And he'll tell us about that beer, which is one of their best rated beers ever. Yeah. And it's the beer that we'll have on tap at the Royal Mail for uh, Grand yeah, Final weekend. Yeah. Um, where we're going oh, Vietnamese well, theme on the food. Well, so um, it all sort of fits together on, on that one. Hmm. And then not too far after that will be more information about the uh, beer that we're brewing with Kaiju. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go out and you and I will spend a day out at Kaiju yeah. playing around, making yeah. a big black beer called Our Kind of Monster, which will uh, coincide being on the taps with when Metallica is down at Marvel Stadium around yeah, the corner from the man. pub. So and all sorts of black dinners, all the food will be black. <laughs> How much blacker can it be, man? I think I'd like it to be blacker. <laughs> Could it be any blacker. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And there's some artwork that popped up on Instagram yesterday. Yeah, so the kaiju game. arts come through for that. So yeah, which is cool. Yeah, it looks like a tool album cover or something. It's awesome. It's going to be a pretty. It's it's setting the theme. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, both of those uh, events will be happening, and those episodes will come out for those. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I suppose we do, we can wrap up by saying thank you to you guys for Absolutely. downloading and listening to whatever it is that this podcast is. Um, it feels like you know when you guys come down to events and stuff, there is like a little you know podcast talk about having a community and stuff. I think we genuinely actually do, um, and that's because of you guys. Um, last month was the, uh, the well, it turned out to be the second biggest month we've had as far as downloads and stuff is concerned. Um, so it keeps getting bigger all the time, um, and yeah, it's we don't we don't pay for any advertising. We don't you know advertise on Facebook, like have paid paid advertising on Facebook or anything like that. It is genuinely you guys telling your mates to listen to this. Um, yeah, sharing things on the socials yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, things on so. social media, rating us on iTunes. I know every podcast said this, says this, but that's because there's a reason for it. Are you playing um, Pac-Man over there, Damo? Yes, I am. Right. Uh, that's how multifaceted I am now that I've got glasses. It turns out I couldn't see, but now, <laughs> yeah. I, can, now I can do three You're or four catching up on all the games. From, <laughs> so you haven't been able to see from roughly 1983. I was never video games. Right. Now I'm really good. Um I've completely lost where I was Excellent. Uh, well, yes, but if you can continue to do that, uh, that would be fantastic. We're starting to get listeners overseas from as far away as India, Canada, America, the UK, Germany, uh, Brazil, Mexico. Um, so that's beyond. that was beyond our wildest dreams when we, totally. we had a pint at the town hall and decided we were going to talk shit about beer. Um, so, yeah, we can only – we can't thank you guys enough, but if you could keep doing what you're doing, Whatever we, that is, we'd really right. appreciate. Whatever it is that you're doing, keep doing it. <laughs> that could be the that could be the motto for this yeah, podcast. It's exactly right. Um, the Rat King says. <laughs> the Rat King says, whatever it is that you're doing, <laughs> just keep, keep doing, doing it. it. <laughs> That's got to be a t-shirt. Someone make a t-shirt. <laughs> but I think on that note, we can leave it there and go downstairs and have a drink. Sounds good. Happy fortieth. Thanks. Sometimes there is nothing better to do Than to go out and get stuck into a few I'm gonna spend my time with a good friend like you